Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Our holiday merchandise supports Tim Horton's Foundation Camps. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Available at participating restaurants for a limited time. You're on your way to Janet's singing that tune you love so much. Uh, And then out of nowhere. If you've been injured in a car accident, call James H. Brown. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Alberta Injury Lawyers. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Gen. It's 1.34 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pete's another one of those great uh, Edmonton... Owned and operated companies again tomorrow, Small Business Saturday. So if you're looking to support local businesses this weekend or any other, uh, you can do so at Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years for menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton area locations. Go to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the app store. The stopper recommendation for Royal Pizza, by the way, is the Mediterranean chicken. The Vancouver Canucks are in town. They've been on a lengthy road trip. Uh, the man who uh, uh, is their color analyst on the radio broadcast uh, it was an NHL goaltender, represented Canada in the Olympics was a terrific goaltender and junior. He is also a mental health advocate. We welcome back to the show, Corey Hirsch. Hi, Corey. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. This new uh, JW Marriott set up in the rink here is... uh it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, I don't have to go outside in this weather. It's so good that uh, we, well, I, I don't want to open the kimono too much, but uh, the, the Stoffer kids are actually staying there Monday night because I've got oh, an event. Nice. Oh, yeah, we got an event. So we're going to go from the palatial uh, Stoffer Southwest establishment and uh, shack up over the night at the JW Marriott on Monday night for an event. So that's going to be a kicker. So we're, <laughs> that's we're, awesome. we're, we're looking forward to it. Uh, hey, uh, before we get to the Canucks story, this is been a very difficult week uh, uh, in hockey circles. I know you put a tweet out uh, just regarding some of the influential coaches that you had along the way because you've gone on a, a pretty unique journey, one that you've been open to discussing. Um, you know, uh, you're an advocate for mental health, and I, I do think we should reinforce that there's lots of very supportive people that have worked in hockey over the years. Yeah, you know, no question. No, no question. And part of the reason I, I sent that tweet out too is because I know there's None of us are perfect as human beings, and I know that there's coaches out there right now. Even the, even the really good ones are, are trying to think back, like, 
oh my goodness, did I say something wrong to a player? <laughs> you know, it's, it's and and those I just wanted to acknowledge the ones that were were great to me and that made a difference in my life um, because I think it's just as important to see the other side as one side, but it is also important to cleanse the ones out that aren't. Yeah, because there's no place in the game for that and them. That old mentality. Yeah, Yeah, Corey. uh, At what point did you sort of come to terms with the fact that you, you know, uh, you know, you had some challenges in regards uh, to your own personal battle? I guess shall we say? Yeah, you know, I I knew, I always knew that you know I would would come out and tell my the the story that I had as as a person, Um, but it took a long time because of the stigma, right? I did. I was still I was still afraid myself to to talk about my stuff, but. Um, it got to a point where I met a player that was, uh, you know, had had the same kind of issues that I did that I'd met, and he'd been in rehab, and his own mother had resuscitated him two times. Um, then he should he should have been dead, and I was like, I didn't realize that it was that bad, and that it just it was like, I got to get my story out there because there's probably a lot of other people out there struggling too, and they need to know that they're not alone. Yeah, uh, we've had uh, Brent Myers uh, on our show, and as you know, Brent's uh, an Edmonton guy. Uh, he yep. he had some. Uh, he could skate. Uh, he was big. He was in the in the early to mid nineteen nineties uh, in the Western Hockey League. He was the toughest SOB in the entire league. And, oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't think he he loved fighting. He was a lefty, and he was really good at it. And I think he wanted to be a player, and there was pressure for him. And uh, you know, so he medicated and had some challenges with booze and drugs, and he's lucky to be alive. And he's the first guy to tell you that. And then he ended up being uh, a support guy for the LA Kings organization. And you know, Daryl Sutter, who's got a hard ass reputation, but has also got a heart, uh, saw the value in having a guy like that, you know, to to help some of the younger Kings players. And I thought it was pretty uh, progressive on on Daryl's part. So uh, we've had him tell sort of tell his story. So it, it is interesting because. You you had a lot of mentors along the way that helped you in your goaltending journey, didn't you? Oh, no question. There's there, you know there 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 are a couple of tyrants. Uh, I'll be honest; like they weren't all <laughs> they weren't all good. But you know, if ninety five percent of my coaches were amazing people, they gave me a safe environment to play in. Um, you know, they they tried to help me get somewhere. If if they didn't if they didn't feel I was good enough for their team or whatever, they're like, let's try and help you get somewhere else, right? They didn't just bury you. Right. Uh, those to me are the guys that I respected. That I and there were a couple that yeah that uh, I to this day you know I wouldn't walk across the street to to kick them in the shin. Yeah. <laughs> but you know those guys that doesn't matter to me. I, I don't I don't really care about them as long as they're not hurting other people. Um, the ones that matter to me are the ones that influence my life, and we need more of those in the game than the ones that don't. And, you know, we've privately discussed, you know, I, I came from a little bit different. I wasn't a good enough player to play major junior uh, because I lacked the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, <laughs> character, discipline. And, and I was a decent double-A player, but I wasn't a good enough player to play in the 12-team WHL at that time. Actually, my head coach was Stu McGregor, who spent years working in the Kamloops organization that you were a part of. And... Uh, but I, you know, I, so a lot of my hockey education came from Claire Drake and Bill Morris, and they simply did not believe in breaking kids down and building them up. They, were, they had a much more. Yeah. Now, they also got men, like the guys they got out of the Western League, uh, and at that time it was 50-50 between, you know, Junior A and Major Junior. Now it's exclusively Major Junior for Ian Herbers at the U of A, but those guys were men, and they treated those guys like men. And uh, they had very progressive to that time uh, relationships. So my 
my my my experience was, you know, and I was, you know, as a broadcaster, it was like, you know, we we never demean our opponents. We we don't yeah. belittle our all that kind nope, of stuff. Never. Right. All right. Yeah. Let's switch focus if we can. Uh, how long have you guys been on the? Did you guys go after the game against Pittsburgh? Did you fly directly here in Edmonton, or did you go back to Vancouver? No, no, no. So we 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 stayed overnight in Pittsburgh, um, and then came yesterday uh, on the charter. But that was just a, a absolutely crazy game. I, I've I haven't seen something like that since playing with Kamloops. Yeah, <laughs> you know, those junior days where uh, it was first one to ten wins, um, and it was it was it was great to watch. It that one that one put a dent in the Canucks though. They put a little uh, a little dent in the armor, I think, for them. Well, uh, we're joined by Corey Hirsch, radio analyst for the Vancouver Canucks. So they're up 6-3. This team can cool. score goals. Like, this 10th oh, time yeah. this year, Vancouver scored five or more goals in a game. They, they, they can score, can't they? Oh, no question. They can score. And, I, and I've said this to a lot of other people. I, I would, Colby Armstrong was at the game in Pittsburgh, and it was 4-2 after two. And I said, Colby, this game's not over. Like, and I, and I, was, I was right, because they can score, but if chaos starts, they're young. And they don't really know how to settle a game down yet, um, but they can still score their way out of situations. So um, they can be up five-two in the third period or down five-two, and the game isn't over. But the NHL is kind of a bit like that right now, which is which is great to see. Like no lead is safe. I remember I played in the, what they call the dead puck era. New Jersey would get up two nothing in the first five minutes, and you might as well have gone home. Everybody might as well have just gone home, and it was it was terrible hockey to watch. This is exciting. This is exciting hockey right now. Yeah, the game's opened up, uh, and they've got, I, I mentioned the statty, uh, if I've got my numbers right, uh, Elias, and, and for the record, Jack calls him Peterson, so he's my <laughs> broadcast partner, so uh, we go Peterson on our shows. Uh, he's got 97 points in 97 career games. Uh, McDavid's first 97 games, he had 107 points. Uh, can make an argument a little bit higher scoring time right now, but this guy's, I mean, and you've got, obviously, Besser, Horvat, who's a terrific second-line uh center, um, and then some support players added. You know, they got Pearson last year. Ferland's been out. It doesn't sound like he's going to play tomorrow, but uh, they do have some depth up front now and some young scoring depth as well. Yeah, it's uh, the process has been slow, and it's been a bit painful at times to watch, but we're seeing the progress that Jim Benning has made with this team. The guys that he signed, Myers, Ben, Miller. Uh, JT Miller has is, is been everything that they could have hoped for and more. Uh, they're still missing up front a couple of players. They still need a couple of wingers to be a true team, a, a true contender. I think they'll knock on the door of the playoffs. Will they get in? I, I don't know. I, you know, they're still pretty young, um, but it's 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 good to see what's happening. It's Pedersen is, is is an excellent hockey player, no question. But he's still young, um, and that that's it's going to take time. But it's. It's exciting too, though, and, and I'll switch gears here with you. Is, is it's exciting to watch the Oilers finally, you know, yeah. kind of live what's going on because we all want to see McConnor McDavid in the playoffs, right? Like this, this guy is is such a talent that we, it, you know, it, for him not to be in the playoffs is a travesty in the NHL to me. This guy should be in the playoffs every year. So. It's good to see what the Oilers are doing. Well, in a perfect world in the Pacific Division, and I, you know, I uh, spent four seasons with Todd McClellan and a season and a half with Dallas Higgins, uh, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver to have the top three spots. That's just, the, for, I'd love nothing more than to see the three Western Canadian teams having the three top spots in the Pacific. That'd be great. Uh, I want to ask you, by the way, uh, at the start of the year, if you'd had uh, taken a bet on which Hughes would have more points, my guess is most <laughs> fa- most fans would have gone with Jack. Jack's at 11, Quinn's at 21. Uh, what's he been doing? 
Bob, this kid skates like Nina Meyer did. Uh, and I don't want to, let's not, I don't want to compare careers, right? Like this is, yeah. this is, uh, that we don't want to go there, but his skating ability is that, that effortless, he could play 60 minutes and, and you wouldn't be tired and you'd be, and he'd still be one of the best players on the ice. Like he just has that special, uh, skating skill that, um, you know, like like Niedermeyer had, so efficient. So, um, you know, when he gets out there, and then he has the ability to do things and see the ice that, that other people just don't see. So um, it, it's it's great to see some of this new young talent come in. These guys are so good now coming in the National Hockey League. They're ready to play their skill level. Um, it's it's pretty awesome to see which way the game's going. Yeah. Uh... Thatcher Demko, uh, they've been waiting for him. They've got a couple because you guys have got Di Pietro in the organization as well. You know a lot about goalies. You were part of that uh, 92 Memorial Cup team. Niedermeyer was one of your teammates, uh, as was Sador, if I recall correctly, on the back end. Uh, how's this 1-2 tandem work so far, in your opinion? They've been, they've been really good up until about a couple of weeks ago. Markstrom's uh, father passed away, and that, yeah. I think that be hard for anyone to work through so um you know but his last few games dynamite uh he's been he's been really good demko's had probably i'd say 80 percent of his games have been outstanding and then he's had a couple of stinkers in there right just exactly what you would expect from a a, a young goalie but bob these guys are these guys are six five six six yeah. like i go in the locker room I, like i'm tiny yeah right? and, and it's so different like these guys are monsters they take up so much net uh give ian clark credit he's done a great job with them with the vancouver Canucks. well we've seen the progression with the Oilers having smith like having and i think you need to yeah. you know look you were i think you played what did you play about 39 40 41 games a couple of years in a row for the Canucks. Yeah. it's yeah. hard when you're supposed to be carrying the mail in the western conference you need two coalies uh cory uh, you know what? I think you do. I, I I think more and more you do now in the in the National Hockey League. I do think eventually you you do need to let your team know you have who the guy is, right? And that guy needs to know that he's the guy. You don't need a guy uh, looking over his shoulder. That that doesn't help anybody. But right now in Edmonton, you know, with the goaltending problems they've had in the past, they're getting great goaltending out of Koskinen, and it's. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe that maybe that contract wasn't a good decision. You, you know, <laughs> right? I guess we'll we'll wait to to see, but. It gives your team confidence too, um, and it, it's hard to play in front of a goalie if you don't have any confidence. He, he just needed a decreased workload. The guy works his, you know, what, does, off in yeah. practice. He just he couldn't. He's not a, like even in St. Petersburg, he didn't start. Like he, he had a split workload in St. Petersburg in the KHL to expect him to start twenty six out of twenty nine games. And that's what they had to do because. Uh, I'm trying to remember who they picked up from the Flyers. Uh, so man, that's gonna. He's now playing in Anaheim's farm team uh, right now. Anyways, after they traded Talbot, right? They didn't really have another yeah. goaltender that because there was an injury issue. Anthony Stolarz. I mean, he was hurt all the time. Yeah, and and that's that's a challenge. Um, Great, great stuff. Appreciate the time, Corey. Uh, we'll see you. Oh, by the way, the one, one more thing. Just we started in sort of a tough situation, and we're going to end in a heartwarming situation. Uh, you mentioned Markstrom. It was a nice touch the other night, eh? With Matt, yeah, it really was. Yeah, it really was, and it just shows you. You know, as you know, you're part of the hockey community. We're all part of the hockey community. That it actually is a really, despite what's happening right now. Yeah, it's actually a great thing to be a part of. Like 
uh, it's there's a lot of good people in the hockey world. Yeah, and uh, you know, it also shows you you never know what somebody else is going through. Uh, yeah, some guys, some guys share it. You shared it, uh, but it, it, you know, we all have parents, and uh, that was a, a real cool moment between Matt Murray, who lost his father, and Jacob Markstrom, who lost his, and uh, that was a nice touch. Corey, great stuff. We'll see you down there tomorrow. Okay, awesome. thank you. Good. Thanks, guys. You bet. That's Corey Hirsch. Radio analyst for the Vancouver Canucks and Sportsnet uh, Radio out in Vancouver. 148 in Edmonton. We'll wrap up the show with this day in Oilers history when we return. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 151 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you again tomorrow. Small Business Saturday, Encore Trucking, another great local business you can go support uh, that support us here on 630 Chad and on Oilers Now. Uh, let's go to the Stan Oilers history for New West Travel. Join Oilers Now on a great road trip to Chicago. Second half of the season, a roadie to Chicago. They got tours lined up at Wrigley and Soldier Field. The in-game experience uh, at Chicago is off the charts. It is special. It's an awesome place. You know what? Terrific city. High energy city, but Midwest value. Which is something that I really like myself. Like they just You know what it is? People aren't rude. They're nice. (laughs) There's some other cities in the northeast part of the United States that are maybe... Like Pittsburgh is a really nice city. Uh, But there's some other places that maybe... There's a little bit of bitterness uh, in the air sometimes. Uh, so I highly recommend Chicago. Uh, great lower bowl game tickets to the game at the United Center. Reach out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. Mr. Escott, you're going to go all the way back to when? 1996, two years after I had been born. Marius Tchaikovsky has a goal and an assist as the Oilers beat the Sharks 4-2 in San Jose. Ryan Smith, Jason Arnott, and Kelly Buckberger had the other markers. Now, uh, have you ever heard of Isabella Skorupko? No. She was a Bond girl, and she was married to Marius Tchaikovsky. And he had charisma and no ego at all. You know, they called him the Polish prince, but he played hockey, grew up and played hockey in Swedish, uh, Sweden. And a, very, a lot of the Swedish players in the league are some of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Like, there's certain guys that will walk right past you in the morning and they won't say hi. Uh, and then, you know, Oscar Kleffbaum, Adam Larson... They're, you know, Joel Person when he was here, Joe Kim Nygaard, those, there's, they're just nice people. <laughs> it's, it's, I remember there used to be these participation uh, commercials back in the day, and they showed, like, the 60-year-old Swede and the 30-year-old Canadian, uh, and, you know, the Swede was always in better shape, and uh, so we had a concerted effort in the mid-70s to get Canadians... Uh, in better shape, but no, it, there, there's an old joke in the agency business. You never go wrong with a guy that comes from uh, the letter S, somebody from Saskatchewan and somebody from Sweden. All right. Again, you can uh, text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, uh, let's go 780 Uh, yes, some of you are having some fun today. Absolutely. Uh, Isaac says, Bob, why don't you and Jack go with the rest of the NHL to say uh, Peterson's name right? Because the rest of the NHL calls him Peterson. Well, that's because Jack asked Elias Peterson how to pronounce his name. And he told him it was Peterson. And I'm Jack's broadcast partner. And even though I don't listen to him 
more than 30% of the time. On this one, I kind of have. So, uh, yes. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Several of you are saying, hey, we, uh, Bob, uh, somebody, oh, here it is. Rob has been kind enough to text us to say, Bob, CTVBC has the game you're looking for, the San Francisco 49ers and the Ravens. You think Lamar Jackson? You're, you know, you're, you're uh, a younger. Has he? Is he the it guy right now in the National Football League? Unbelievably so. I, I, I did not picture him as this good of a thrower. We knew what he could do with his feet, Bob. But he's going to win the MVP race for more than just that, I think. So yeah, I, I'd say he's their their face right now. Bobby Petrino was his coach in college, and Bobby's always had a little bit of a sketchy reputation. But the man can coach offense, and he can develop quarterbacks. And. Uh, I remember back, uh, what year did he win the Heisman? 2016? And I remember we were in Penticton, and they beat Florida State when he was with Louisville. And he scored one of those spin touchdowns, that you, video game touchdowns against Florida. And I remember saying, this guy is like the McDavid of, uh, of college football right now. Well, he is. How about what he did the combine, and he didn't want to run the 40 because they wanted to clock him as a wide receiver, and he said, I'm a quarterback. I'm playing quarterback. So then they're interviewing him on the NFL Network, and he says, uh, hey, man, how fast would you run? He goes, well, I'd run 4.340. 4. He is as exciting of a player as we've seen in the National Football League in a long time. And I've been watching the NFL for 45 years, so it's it's exciting. There's no question about it. We're going to have an exciting couple games tonight, the next two nights. Uh, one night, tomorrow night, Rogers Place again. There are some tickets available. And then Sunday in Vancouver, Oilers and the Canucks. Uh, again, you can reach out to EdmontonOilers.com. They're starting to get snapped up here, the final remaining tickets. Maybe the Canucks fans are uh, ripping in here, but an exciting home and home. Reed Wilkins has inside sports tonight. It's a fluid, fluid shore. No, you you're going to hear from Pat Steinberg from Sportsnet 960 okay. down in Calgary. There you go. Uh, more obviously on the Bill Peters situation. We'll have a complete recap. Uh, we'll be getting into Vancouver at about uh, 1 o'clock on Sunday night and into Edmonton at uh, 2 o'clock uh, uh, Monday morning. But uh, I'll be in uh, Monday in studio. Hey, three straight days in studio, Brendan. Look forward to seeing you. NHL insider John Shannon will be one of our guests. Up next, the global news, weather and traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jayla and I. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chet.